0: Blog Talk
1: Radio. Oh yeah. Well. Oh yeah. I'm telling all my people, let's get paid. Asking all boss, man, can I get away Not far from star, two steps. I'm a slave. Think it to myself, man. It's time to get paid. Telling all my people, look, let's get paid. Asking old boss man, can I get a raise? I fall from a star, two steps from a slave. Stick it to myself, man. It's time to get paid. They tell me, come on, man, come on, you think too much. Where you been? I ain't heard you. Say much? Did you hang it up? Did you fall up the when you lose in the crush? Yeah, such and such man, it's funny how when you out of sight, you be out of mind. How a good woman, friends, and money be hard to find. I've been on my hustle, stacking paper on the line in Atlanta, in New York, trying to build a shot. Real talk, these days it's hard to stay sober, switching time zone. the full hour late over fifth stop. Hot bloodshot, red from the doja. I fire hard cause I can't slow, and the that you can tell, Clev told ya. You in the corporate office somewhere over there? You Range Rover, streets is getting colder, and I ain't got time, man. I gotta shine. Email me in October. I'm telling all my peoples, look, let's get paid. Asking our boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Taking for myself, and it's time to get paid. I'm telling all my peoples, look, let's get paid. Asking no boss, man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. Taking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. I'm about to die, this broke life, tired of this reggae, plus don't smoke right, hot to my heyday, Act don't sound right, shit don't act right, rock won't stack right, at least it don't stack like it used to, let your brother kill himself, tell me what would you do, so now I'm trying to see my money boom cool no type of feline acting on all new school, I know what happens than usual. catch you when I poop through to a stage near you, if not grab two and come too all of are let money get crucial, I won't excuse my behavior, a lack thereof when it comes to the paper. Time to get one this stacks on major. It's do it, get done. Overworked here, player. I'm telling all my people, look, let's get paid. Asking all boss man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. I'm sticking for myself, man, it's time to get paid. I'm telling all my people's look, let's get paid. Asking all boss man, can I get a raise? Not far from a star, two steps from a slave. I'm sticking to myself, man, it's time to get paid.
3: I welcome you to another episode of the Foundation. I'm your host, Sot L. This is the Foundation, and we are
4: high frequency. Appreciate you. Definitely want to say thank you for tuning in.
3: Oh yeah, we have the foundation where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So we are looking to always correctly apply that correct information. I want to start off by saying, as always, all thanks, <clears throat> excuse me, honors, praises due to the creator and the ancestors I want to say peace shout out big up salute to my big brother I like to call him Uncle Yusuf you know him as Yusuf L shout out to the brother Yusuf L High Frequency Radio Network creator SBC University Private Side Solutions My man's all over Instagram he's doing his thing on YouTube right now I mean what can you say The shout out to the brother Yusuf L as always and per usual I would like to welcome you to welcome to the foundation.com make sure that you sign up for the email list as well as check out the PDF section for all those free documents just get them just snatch them bounce you can be out I really uh, I really like that PDF section. Uh, then we got an education tab. You can check that out. Passport No set, Social, Part 1, Part 2. We got the Trust Series. Part 1, Part 2, and Part 3. As well as the Trust Primer, that Foundation Trust Primer. And... add welcome to the Foundation... Dot com as well. You can find the Instagram, the Twitter page, the Facebook page if you're into that dance. You can book a consultation. You can also make a donation off in the same spot. And that is, of course, welcome to the com spelled out just how it sounds. Have someone say, so why is the email list so long? Well, really, why is the what they say? Why is the the web address, the .com, why is it so long? I don't want people accidentally getting on the website. Like, oops. If you're there, you're there for a reason. I want to say peace to all the listeners. As always, all the archive listeners. Say peace to all the MP3 sharers. I don't know how you're listening to this podcast listeners. All the live listeners, of course. Live callers live internet listeners how are we listening just want to say peace want to say peace to all the trustees in private trustee training as well as all those investing in their private education as well would like to say peace to anyone we've done business with in the private, anyone who's sent an email well wishes, current events or anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation in any way shape or form a particular degree so with that being said, welcome, welcome welcome to the foundation here on High Frequency let's jump into this current events, you know how we do (laughs) <laughs> what is this headline? I'm not even going to jump into that. We're going to jump into the current events because, you know, hey, I got to focus. <laughs> I got to focus. CNBC. Let's get right into it. Unemployment benefits may pay just $5 a week without the stimulus bills. I mean, this is scary stuff, right? Jeez. Why would they even say it's $5 a week? This is with regards, obviously, with the negotiations that were called off. Millions of Americans can potentially are likely to lose or won't get a weekly boost in benefits for several months. There's a program paying benefits to self-employed, gig, and other workers that ends after December without an extension. (laughs) This aid will cease as well. Am I saying that this is not a big deal? No. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying, man. What I'm saying is $5. For for these people to say $5, I think that's absurd. I think that is obviously a scare tactic. It appears unemployed workers won't get another boost in their weekly benefits anytime soon after the US president pulled officials out of negotiations on a fifth round of relief I'm sure you heard about it the move abruptly dashed hopes of a deal on items such as enhanced unemployment benefits after weeks of talks between White House and top congressional Democrats seem to be bearing some fruit. I want to point something out. You got to check out this language. The move abruptly dashed hopes of a deal on items such as, and then they say enhanced unemployment benefits. What are the items? What are the items in the deal? Absent more aid, jobless Americans will be living off their current allotment of benefits from the state or federal government in some cases that amounts to just $5 a week even that money will disappear by the end of the year for millions of workers without more legislation leaving them with no income if they're unable to find another job and that's why you know look for me this episode is absolutely crucial you know the foundation grow Grow your private wealth during public turmoil. I mean, this is like, this is what the, the wealthy do. And, and understand how the wealthy get wealthy is because they do certain things. They do different things. And this is just ridiculous. $5 a week. More than 26 million Americans are collecting unemployment benefits. Wow. How many U.S. citizens? I wonder this is according to the labor department nearly seven months into the economic crisis more than 1 million are filing new applications for benefits each week on average states paid three hundred five dollars a week in unemployment insurance Two workers in August according to labor department data some paid much less
4: Louisiana and Mississippi for example. Pay just over one hundred and eighty dollars a week. <clears throat> Excuse me, the
3: lowest average among states. However, some workers get less still. States pay unemployment benefits within a range between a minimum and maximum weekly amount. Those ranges vary significantly. In Hawaii, for example, the minimum was five dollars a week. Just nine. Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, Montana, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Oregon, and Washington State pay a minimum over $100 a week to us average of state's weekly minimum benefits is $61 a week, but which is approximately, excuse me,
4: $244 a month. Man, that paints a, that paints a bleak picture, my friend. It's like
3: everybody should go to Massachusetts or something. Unemployment benefits replaced about 39% of lost wages for the average American in the second quarter
4: this year, according to the Labor Department. Quote, it's pretty hard to live on that for a long period of time.
3: End quote. This is Eliza Forsyth, an assistant professor and labor economist at the University of Illinois a $600 a week federal supplement provided by the CARES Act, a $2.2 trillion relief law act enacted in March, more than replaced prior wages for many workers, but that supplement ended at the end of July. A subsequent Trump administration measure, measure, excuse me, that lost wages assistance
4: program gave workers $300 boost Federally, for up to six weeks, many states
3: have already issued that money, and hundreds of thousands weren't eligible for any of the funds to begin with. The expiration of these measures likely means a severe cut in household income for millions of people, according to the economists. Meanwhile, there are two unemployed workers for every one job opening, according
4: to the Bureau of labor and statistics
3: and child care responsibilities and health risks may prevent some from going back to work period quote very few people can stay in their same housing with all their same debts and obligations if they're only earning 35
4: to 40 percent what they were earning before. End quote. Forsyth said,
3: House Democrats passed a relief bill. Blah 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 blah. Unemployment benefits may just pay five dollars a week. That's federal, obviously. It's kind of clickbait. It does
4: paint a pretty bleak picture. For the United States, moving on, Reuters failed United
3: States stimulus talks could threaten economic recovery. The White House's sudden exit from fiscal stimulus talks with Democrats in Congress has added another level of doubt to U.S. economic recovery that already seemed to be weakening, choking off perhaps $1.5 trillion or more in future income and spending. Dang, even the most bullish policymakers and forecasters Had penciled in more government <clears throat> Excuse me, more government aid <clears throat> This is just to keep households And businesses hit by the pandemic Afloat through the end of the year That money would bolster retail spending Rents, paid, and mortgages And whittle away the 11 million lost jobs that have not yet been recouped. Without it, the United States faces another roughly 5% hole in annual economic output out United States. Still, those assumptions evaporated after the President of the United States announced his administration was ending the stimulus talks with the United States House of Representatives Speaker The two sides divided over whether the dribble, (laughs) whether to, excuse me, dribble out aid to specific sectors like airlines, or build a more comprehensive package to nurse the economy closer to the day when the vaccine might be widely deployed. U.S. stock markets fell sharply yesterday after the announcement, though The president, who's a Republican, who was seeking re-election, <clears throat> later pulled back saying that he would support a few standalone bills. Wall Street's main indices clawed back the bulk of the losses, and that was today. I was on the phone with a, home, with a homie yesterday, who's <laughs> a trader. He was, sh- he, man, he wasn't <laughs> talking to today. I was like, you feel better? Because <laughs> the market's. It reversed. Moving forward, Reuters.com, Wall Street ends higher on a hope that partial stimulus deal may occur. U.S. stocks close sharply higher today as investors regained hope that at least a partial deal on more U.S. fiscal stimulus may happen. I mean, that's some drug addict stuff. <clears throat> would you like if people on drugs? If you, if you if they have a hope to get some drugs, they'd be happy. I mean how do you correlate these markets After abruptly calling off negotiations On a comprehensive bill The President of the United States Later that day Urged Congress to pass a series of smaller Standalone bills That would include a bailout package For the airline industry Battered by the pandemic Airline shares jumped And United Airlines Rose 4.3% There you happy? Quote, the only reason we we were down yesterday was the tweet from the president, which he walked back last night. That's why the market started off stronger and continues stronger. I think there's full-blown expectations that some form of stimulus agreement is going to occur sooner than later. End quote. This is Michael James, managing director of equity trading at Wedbush Securities in Los Angeles top white house officials downplayed the possibility of more relief while the house speaker disparaged the president for backing away from talks on a comprehensive deal indices held gains after the federal reserve released minutes from its last policy meeting the minutes showed u.s. central bankers having agreed unanimously in august on a broad new approach to monetary policy divided in September over how to apply their principles of practice hold on what did y'all did y'all hear that U.S central bankers agreed unanimously in August on a broad new approach on, to monetary pro- policy remember that' I'm about keeping that you know that targeting inflation overshooting that targeted inflation y'all, y'all need to check that out people are becoming more comfor- comfortable with the lead that Biden has and focusing on the potential positives that would be from a Democratic White House and not the stereotypical view of negative for the stock market that was maybe in vogue three months ago end quote, this is James this is your boy James is still talking you know what I'm saying investors also are prepping to hear from companies soon on third quarter earnings with earnings expected to kick off next week Analysts expect earnings at the S&P 500 companies to have dropped about 21% we'll see if it's more than 21% guess what's going to happen I don't know you tell me regulators fine Citigroup this is look, this right here I think it's something to pay attention to, you know regulators, I'm sorry, this is the Wall Street Journal, regulators find Citigroup Citigroup, is a banking conglomerate they find them $400 million it's not much for a bank just so you know, it's like $4 for banks, man, especially Citigroup but they find them $400 million over quote serious ongoing deficiencies end quote it's the nation's third largest bank what do you think $400 million is going to do to this bank but it's ordered to be in order to fix its risk management systems federal banking regulators this is today find Citigroup $400 million in order to the nation's third third largest bank to fix its risk management systems citing significant ongoing deficiencies. In a consent order agreed to by the New York Bank's board, the Federal Reserve faulted Citigroup for falling short in, quote, various areas of risk management and internal controls, end quote, including data management, regulatory reporting, and
1: capital planning
3: this is very interesting what weeks or maybe more when J.P. Morgan was fined almost a billion dollars which is nothing I'm telling you to these banks a couple hundred million a billion can't even describe meanwhile unemployment is the world's biggest risk business leader's say, this is Reuterscom we're back to Reuters unemployment is seen as the biggest worry over the next 10 years for business executives around the world closely followed by concern about the spread of infectious diseases this is according to the survey by the world economic Forum the same world economic forum that's talking about that global glo- globalization 4.0 you know, I need to
4: check out the world health organization and what they're talking about for the future (coughs) for real unemployment rates have rocketed due to lockdowns and other
3: restrictions to combat the pandemic with Fears of worse to come in countries which have furloughed workers. Quote, the unemployment disruptions caused by the pandemic, rising automation, and the transition to
4: greener economies has and are fundamentally changing labor markets. I want to read that again. The unemployment disruptions caused by the pandemic comma rising automation and the transition to greener economies
3: are fundamentally changing labor markets. y'all know that y'all understand what's going on rising automation man this is in the this is on Reuters Reuters.com they're admitting to it in the public this is my concern my concern is people don't see this automation autonomous
4: vehicles autonomous drivers autonomous autonomous burger flipping robots autonomy I want to read it one more time Quote, the employment disruptions caused by the pandemic,
3: rising automation, and the transition to greener economies are fundamentally changing labor markets. End quote. This is Sadia Zahidi, whom is the managing director at the World Economic Forum. Quote, as we emerge from the crisis, leaders have a remarkable opportunity to create new jobs, support living wages, and reimagine social safety nets to adequately meet the challenges in the labor markets of tomorrow,
4: end quote. And what are these labor markets of tomorrow going to look like when the unemployment disruptions caused by the
3: pandemic, rising automations, uh, automation, and the transition to greener economies are fundamentally changing the labor markets right now? What does that look like tomorrow? The regional risks, uh, I mean, that's that's a question. These are the way. look, I mean, a lot of people, you look, I know I read news and we can all go, but we can all go and look at news, right? But I trust that I'm able to break this stuff down and have you critically think about what is being said and not to be on some own conspiracy tinfoil hat type dance, but at least to look at this stuff from a critical point of view. Critical thinking is important, and they're not teaching it. There's a lot of people who lack it, and why is that? Just the fact that it's not being taught, but it exists and it's necessary,
4: leads me to believe that I need it, and I'm going to find ways to teach myself to critical think. <laughs> As we emerge from the crisis, leaders have a remarkable opportunity to create new
3: jobs, Support living wages and reimagine social social
1: social safety
3: nets to adequately meet the challenges in the labor markets of tomorrow. <clears throat> one of those challenges are the regional risks for doing business survey, which surveyed twelve thousand twelve businesses and business leaders from one hundred twenty seven countries, makes up the part of the World Economic Forum's Global Competitiveness Report to be published next month. The study surveyed respondents' view of 30 risks in total. Worries about the spread of infectious diseases have also come to the forefront, rising 28 places from last year's survey. Fiscal crises, cyber attacks, and profound social instability Were the third, fourth, and fifth biggest risks, the survey showed. But climate change risks are also rising up the agenda, the World
4: Economic Forum said, while worries about militant attacks fell.
3: I can check that out. I mean, this is Reuters. Unemployment is the world's biggest risk, business leaders say. That's something to think about u s financial markets sour as trump's ends relief negotiations stock market fell. We all know what happened Wall Street journal stocks rise as Trump appears to soften his stance on stimulus <laughs> and stocks are stocks are back up isn't that isn't that crazy <clears throat> um, there's a mercenary hacker group. That runs rampant in Middle East. This is a cybersecurity research shows. This is Reuters.com. Saudi diplomats, Sikh separatists, and Indian business executives have been among those targeted by a group of hired hackers, according to research published today by software firm BlackBerry Corporation. The report on the group, known publicly as Bahamut. The name assigned to the mythical sea monster of Arab lore highlights how cybersecurity researchers are increasingly finding evidence of mercenaries online. BlackBerry's vice president of research, Eric Millum said the diversities of Bahamut's activities was such that he assumed it was working for a range of different clients. Quote, there's too many different things going on across too many different ranges and too many different verticals that it would be a single state, end quote. In June, Reuters reported on how an obscure Indian IT firm called Beltrox offered its hacking services to help clients spy on more than 10,000 email accounts over seven years, including targeting prominent American investors. This is mainstream no- news now. There's... um hacker mercenaries y'all catching this blackberry which absorbed antivirus firm silence in 2019 stitched together digital clues left by other researchers over the years to create a picture of a sophisticated group of hackers blackberry also linked the group to mobile phone applications in the apple and google app stores those apps which include a fitness tracker a password manager and others may have helped the hackers track their targets, the report said. Man, they're letting you know. Oh, so is the Google App Store in the Apple
1: App Store safe?
3: Doesn't sound like it. A Google spokesman said that all the apps in the Google Play Store mentioned in the report had been removed. Apple said two of the two of the seven apps were no longer in the App Store and that it was not provided with enough information about the remaining programs to judge whether they were malicious. There you go Milam declined to comment on Who he thought might be behind Bahamut but he said
4: he hoped The report would Help to sharpen the focus on the hackers For hire Taha Kareem The chief executive Of Emirati
3: Cybersecurity company Tefercor Man, y'all try reading all this stuff, man. <laughs> uh, Record, there we go, who was not involved in Blackberry's research but reviewed the report ahead of publication and said the findings were credible. And quote. They found links that aren't obvious. End quote. So this is the targets. Blackberry did not name any of Bahamut's Targets directly, but researchers have previously publicly identified Middle Eastern human rights activists, Pakistani military officials, and Gulf Arab businessmen as being in the group's crosshairs. Reuters was also able to identify new targets by cross-referencing data published in BlackBerry's report with booby-trapped web pages preserved by URLscan.io,
4: which is a c- cybersecurity tool. One heavily targeted
3: organization included the New York-based Sikhs for Justice, a separatist group that's campaigning for an independent homeland for Sikhs in India. Whew, I'm trying to say this brother's name, man. The founder, Gurpatwant, Gurpatwant Singh Poonan, said his campaign websites have been repeatedly hacked and his emails broken into. Others Pursued by the hackers, including the United States, Arab Emirates Ministry of Defense, its Supreme Council for National Security, and the Emirates number two diplomat in Washington, Saudi officials were also targeted by the hackers. Cashed phishing pages preserved by services such as URL scanned and reviewed by Reuters showed the cybersecurity spies. Excuse me, targeted. Mothuk? Uh, Ma, Ma, I don't know y'all This is the Saudi government's email service Half a dozen Saudi government ministries And the Saudi Center for International St- Strategic Partnerships A Riyadh 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 Based body aimed at helping coordinate The petro-state's foreign policy The Saudi embassy in Washington declined to comment. The hackers pursued royals and business executives in Bahrain, Kuwait, and Qatar. In August 2019, they attempted to compromise an employee of major Indian energy conglomerate Reliance Industries from the time that the company was negotiating the sale of the stake in its oil-to-chemicals business, Saudi Aramco. Reliance did not return. Repeating messages, attempts to reach the
2: hackers
3: (laughs) were unsuccessful. These fools tried to reach the hackers? These fools said attempts. Yo, Reuters do not play. Attempts to reach the hackers were unsuccessful. Oh, man, I'm keeping that one. Manhattan, excuse me, Reuters.com, Manhattan prosecutor, can obtain Trump's tax returns. So many people are talking about this. It's everywhere. It's absolutely
4: everywhere. (laughs) So I decided to include it in the current events. So a federal appeals court today said
3: Manhattan's district attorney can enforce a subpoena seeking the president's tax returns and other financial records for a criminal probe into the United States president and his businesses. In a 3-1 decision, the 2nd U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Manhattan rejected the Republican president's claims that the subpoena was overly broad and amounted to political harassment by the Manhattan District Attorney. The president has a difficult burden and un- unenviable task to make plausible allegations that could persuade the court that the subpoena that has been served on him could not possibly serve any investigated purpose that the grand jury could legitimately be pursuing, it wrote his complaints failed to do so Uh, I went through this, I went through this, the Supreme Court has already ruled once in the bitter year-long dispute having July in July, excuse me, rejected 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 the argument, he was immune from criminal probes while in the White House but the court said the president could raise other objections, you no, know? and well, that's that's the thing. Now let him know, hey, you can, hey, 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 you can raise other objections, bro. I think that's great. Isn't it is great to let let him know that. Um, Vance issued a subpoena in August 2019. Spokesman for Vance now, I mean, he was fine. Trump has rejected findings from the Times report, tweeting that um, he paid many millions of dollars in taxes, but was entitled to depreciation and tax credits. Uh, I'm gonna be watching this, man. I'm definitely y'all know me. I'm gonna be paying attention to this because I was I'm surprised. I was actually surprised that uh you know
4: definitely surprised that this. That that's what the that's what they ruled, you know, hey, I was wow, I thought you know, I thought at least this man was gonna you know, who knows I'm watching it top milk supplier Fonterra is selling its dairy farms in China.
3: Why does this matter? Fonterra, the world's biggest dairy business, is selling its farms in China as it retreats. From global expansion, the New Zealand based company announced Monday that it's selling its Chinese farms to local rivals for fifty nope, sorry, five hundred and fifty five million New Zealand dollars, three hundred sixty nine million American. CEO Miles Hurl said the deal will allow Ponterra to focus on areas in which it has a competitive advantage. Quote Selling the farms is in line with our decision. To focus on our New Zealand farmer's market. The world's biggest dairy business, but it wants to focus on its only, its New Zealand farmer's market. (laughs) Uh, But this is what he said in the statement, adding that the proceeds would be used to pay down debt. Fonterra started building farms in China in 2007 as... A way to tap into the country's growing fresh milk market. Chinese customers have long trusted overseas dairy brands for safety and quality. A preference that grew after a massive scandal involving tainted baby milk in 2008. How do you get milk from babies? (laughs) I don't know how you do that. (laughs) But the business has been costly to operate. Last year, Fonterra wrote down the value of farms by $135 million. Quote, there are, there have been several events over the years highlighting a higher level of risk in operating the farms that previously were anticipated. End quote. This is what the company said in an annual report published last September. Look, I'm just going to tell you this. It's shut down
4: shut down, shut down. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is this, is this, does this have to do with what's going on with China? You know, are there proxy wars going on? What's happening?
3: I don't know what's happening. Reuters.com, U.S. stocks rebound, treasury yield curve, steepens on piecemeal stimulus progress. U.S. stocks bounce back. In a broad rally today, as investors recovered, we recovered from the shock. As investors recovered from the shock of the president's announcement that he intended to halt stimulus talks after, I'm sorry, until after the election, and were relieved that the pandemic relief could be passed incrementally. Oh my God. The risk on mood was also reflected in weaker Treasury prices and a steepening yield curve as markets were heartened that at least some fiscal aid measures were still on the table. Just let me get some drugs. Let
4: me get get a little bit. Let me get some. Let me me get some. This is a day after the president's tweet that sent
3: markets into a nosedive. While White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows said he was, quote, not optimistic for a comprehensive deal, end quote, The president relented somewhat urging Congress to pass a $25 billion airline bailout, which is a move also supported by U.S. House Speaker. The House Speaker supports it. In another tweet on Wednesday, the president also urged Congress to approve a $135 billion payroll protection program for small businesses, quote, if you can't agree on an overall package but there are elements that you can agree on, go ahead, end quote. This is Peter Toos, this is president of Chase Investment Council in Charlottesville, Virginia, who went on to say, quote, two elements that are needed are some kind of bailout for the airline industry and additional aid to allow people to pay bills and buy groceries. Those are things that are unequivocal and a read-on on both sides, end quote. The U.S. Federal Reserve released the minutes from its latest monetary policy meeting, which revealed many members of the federal Open market committee said their economic Outlook assumed additional physical Support It's it's an assumption And if stimulus package from congress Was too small or came later than expected The economic recovery Could be
4: slower than anticipated Slower (sighs) Um Look I'm just gonna move on
3: I think this is the last one gold gains as stimulus uncertainty eases gold rose today after concerns over further U S stimulus to support the virus hit economy waned we focus now on minutes from the U S federal reserves last meeting,
4: the clues on the outlook of monetary policy quote president, The president's retracement
3: from the no-stimulus negotiation to unilateral relief measures has helped support gold prices, despite the U.S. dollar only weakening slightly. Gold prices had declined nearly 2% Tuesday after the announcement that there was a halt in additional stimulus negotiations until after the election. However, he later suggested new payroll assistance. There will be a great potential of not having an election result in November, which will help gold prices as a flight to safety. What? Hold on. What? Oh, let me back up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. There is an ante- anticipation about the level of inflation as a result of stimulus, and that could be hedged by gold. This is Jeffrey Sika, Sika, Sica. whatever, president and chief investment officer of Sica Wealth Management. He added, quote, there will be a great potential of not having an election result in November, which will help gold prices as a flight to safety, end quote. Gold is seen as a safe haven investment due to its ability to retain value even at times of financial or political uncertainty. It is also used as a hedge against inflation.
4: Um I don't know what y'all heard. If y'all heard what I heard. I know what I heard. I don't I don't know. I'm not sure if you heard what I heard. Just in case you didn't just in case you did it, hear what I heard. This is this is Jeffrey Psyka. Sika
2: Sica Sika?
3: Hmm. This is the president and chief investment officer of Sika Wealth Management. Who said there will be a great potential of not having an election result in November?
4: <sighs> what? That that'll be a problem. This is hmm That that'll be a problem. That would be that would be an, that would be no good. That'd be absolutely no good.
3: <clears throat> Here's what I'm saying. Grow Your Private Wealth During Public Turmoil. Did I cherry pick those current events? Just because the show was called Grow Your Private Wealth During Public Turmoil, I did not pull up any news site and just look at the news. If it's not entertainment news
4: or political news, but even political news, you know, with regards to the stimulus and all this other stuff, it's When it comes to the public there's there's
3: I feel like there's there's a there's a lack of a distinction what is the distinction what is it what is it oh man there's a lack of a distinction with regards <clears throat> to how we view the public I understand. I used to do it too. We used to we view ourselves as part of the public. We how how is there a distinction between me and the public? I grew up in the public. I went to public school, got a public education. I work a public job. I work in the public. I go outside my
4: house and go to work. What do you mean the public? That's close. That's close to what I mean. But what I really mean is, for example,
3: there is a large controversy right now that I've seen, and I've seen evidence of, of it on social media. I've seen evidence evidence of it um, in in real life. There's a large controversy with regards to wearing masks in the public. People don't, you know, with the rights, and I have to wear a mask. And there's like this American Disabilities Act. It's it's really, it gets really deep. It's funny, but it's it's really sad. And I don't know what side you're on. I don't even know if you have a dog in that fight. What I'm going to tell
4: you is that first and foremost, if you are walking into a
3: business that was organized at the Secretary of State
4: in that state, and it is there only through the permission of the
3: state, it's created by state legislation, and it owes its existence to the state legislation, and it's registered at the state, you can look it up, and it's got business
4: credit, and, you know, if it's registered, fam, it has to deal with these executive orders. Now do we have to deal with executive orders? I don't know. It depends on how you, you know, how you look at it. You know, but, but bottom line when you have a
3: private business, when you have a private family business, especially when you operate said business
4: through a private contractual trust, all right? This business does not have to follow
3: executive orders. That's the difference between a private business and a public business. One is organized at the state level. It files a state and a federal tax return. It owes its existence legislation, meaning it's a corporation. It's a limited liability company. It's a partnership these things are all oh, existence of legislation. These things are public. And when you walk into a public business that was organized at the public secretary of state level, it is it is a, a constructive agreement. A lot of people say it's a constructive trust. <clears throat> cool, but at the, at the very least, it's a constructive agreement. You were assumed and presumed to understand that when you walk into a business, You are not in the private. You are actually in the public. And that business must follow state law. And a lot of times, it must follow
4: executive orders if the business is a U.S. citizen. So that's one. Now, if you want to talk about shutdown orders and stuff like that, um,
3: that's a tricky area. And I just want to just Digress real quick. I don't give legal advice. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I can't give legal advice. So if if you're looking for legal advice or anything like that, you know, you're going to have to find, you know,
4: a qualified attorney or a lawyer because, you know, that's not happening over here. <clears throat> so what am what am I saying? So are you saying if you Organize uh, your business privately through
3: contract trust that's not, you know, doesn't owe its existence to legislation. Are you saying that it doesn't have to shut down when they say businesses have to shut down due to the pandemic? Technically, yes, that's what I'm saying. What I'm also saying is, you got to be able to stand on that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, you got to be able to know why you're doing it, how to substantiate it, calmly, respectfully, nobly. Not participating in or creating a public controversy or anything like that. But at the same time, you understand, you're dealing with mostly U.S. citizens. That's what most people don't understand when they go private. They go private and, oh, I'm in the private. But you think that now you're in the private, you don't have to deal with U.S. citizens. And that's, that's absolutely false. It just becomes more acute. Your awareness of dealing with these U.S. citizens become more acute. So U.S. citizens, if they're told to stay home and all the businesses are closed, they're going to listen. So whether your business is private and it's open or not, in this specific case, there's not much that you can deal about, do about this. But then there's other areas of private wealth that can take care of such a thing as what we would call an economic shutdown, because that's what happened is what people, some people are still dealing with. It is what it is. But overall, that describes, ultimately, now, once again, we're dealing through some historical stuff right now. Right now. Absolutely historical.
4: We'll go down in history books what we just walked through and what we're walking through right now. So, I'm not necessarily talking about that, but I am
3: saying that, you know, when I read all of that craziness with the current events,
4: well, um, economic form, Federal Reserve banks different analysts, different publications. And we're talking about the stock market dropping
3: and doing this and hopes and dreams and this is why this is happening and this and these people saying this and there's a possibility of that. And then I read one article where they're talking about, Well, while you're talking all this crazy stuff, gold is increasing in value. I'm saying something. And that's what I'm gonna start off right there. Grow your wealth privately during public turmoil hands down. Number 1, if you hold your wealth in real money, true money privately. This is something that need to be drilled into your head. If you're talking about going private, I mean you're talking about the change in lifestyle and if you're talking about changing your lifestyle, you understand that you have to change the things that you do every day to change your lifestyle.
4: And as such, holding wealth in real money is foundational
3: when it comes to growing private wealth during public turmoil. All this stuff going on, gold, silver increasing. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the paper price, the paper market price. That you see when you pull up the quote price of gold and silver may fluctuate and go up and down, but man walk into a a dealer and and
4: see if they're honoring that 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 paper price that spot price that you're seeing. Straight up, I want you to go check it out. When it comes to nominal. (laughs) inflation on currency when you're dealing with
3: nominal increase in value you're talking about true true money and and wealth is held in tangible form wealth true wealth is always held in tangible forms you understand what the word tangible means you understand what the word intangible means but look if you look look, look at the trend of gold Pretty much, man, look, just go back to 2008, 2009, and look at the price of gold from 2009, 2010, to
4: 2020, October. I don't care what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't care what you're talking about. You want to really trip out? Look at the price of rhodium in 2009
3: and the price of rhodium right now. True wealth is always held in tangible form. Precious metals, gold, silver, platinum,
4: palladium, rhodium. You're not spending money when you acquire precious metals privately for your estate. You're not spending money. You're exchanging currency for true money. Let me tell you something. It's very difficult to convert
3: gold and silver and platinum and palladium into currency once you
4: have it. It's very difficult. But that's number one. Precious metals. Look, gold, silver, number one.
3: I would say silver number one, gold number two. Then platinum, palladium, and then
4: rhodium. Grow your private wealth during public turmoil. Um, the next
3: one I'm going to say, a lot of y'all going to be like, what? And a lot of y'all going to be like, yeah, I knew he was going to say this. Life insurance policies, man. It's crazy. You know, 10, 10 years ago, look, even seven seven years ago, maybe not seven years ago, but 10 years ago for sure, if you were like, yo, so you're going to get a life insurance policy and it's going to change your life financially, I'd be like, man, what are you
4: talking about? What are you talking about? Life insurance policy? What am I going to life insurance policy for? I wouldn't,
3: I wouldn't have got it. And I'm sure everyone or most of y'all listening, you hear me say, you know, how do you grow your private wealth during a public turmoil? And this man just said life insurance, man. This dude is old. How old is this dude? Like in the 60s over here talking about life insurance and stuff. What's wrong with this guy? You don't understand. You want to change your lifestyle? You got to do things different. I'm telling you. You have to do different things. And one of the changes you got to make is you need to get life insurance. Absolutely right now. Absolutely right now. And if you up there in age, you know, 60 and above or whatever, get it on someone in your family. Get it on someone younger. You can still be the owner and the beneficiary. Uh, you know, put it in the family trust. Owner and the beneficiary. Family trust. No matter who's his own. Why? There's a specific component of specific types of life insurance policies.
4: Whole life. W-H-O-L-E. Life insurance policies that allow you to ac- access cash value in a policy. I mean, I can get deeper. but I, you know, I don't.
3: I can get way deeper. And you know what? I should do a show on this stuff. But I don't sell life insurance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I definitely know a couple people that I'm. You know, I know they know what they're doing and set people up. But I don't sell life insurance. I just understand how beneficial they are to a private estate. Now, well, everything's going crazy and everything's going on. That that money's just sitting there. That cash value's just sitting there, just waiting for an emergency, waiting to make
4: interest off a loan, waiting to be a down payment or an entire payment for a property, waiting to pay the mortgage payments or pay the rent payments. Of people within the family estate who were laid off because all the jobs got shut down? The economy got shut down? I'm telling you. Number one, precious metals. Number two, life insurance policies.
3: Whole life insurance policies. I'm telling you. 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 you. And then there's a death benefit, right? So it perpetuates generational wealth we all guaranteed to pass
4: all of us that the beneficiary is the family trust and you wonder why the rich get richer how do the rich get richer I'm telling y'all right now fundamental principles of how this works specifically I know, I know, I know. People don't want to hear it. I know people, you know, oh man, it's too much. I I don't
3: have time, and I don't know nobody, and I ain't got the money to pay for life insurance, and you know, I can barely feed myself. And I mean, okay, you gotta do different things.
4: You changing your lifestyle, that means you gotta change the way what you do. You gotta do different things. grow your private wealth during public turmoil. Uh I'm going to I'm going to jump on number 3,
3: real estate. Come on y'all, real estate. Come on. Come on. You got a brother, you got a uncle, you got a sister or something. Your wife, your girl, your man, your homie. Y'all can get together, co-sign on a loan. First-time home buyer, get a fourplex. That's and that's where you start. And that's where you start. People start with partners all the time. People just don't want to do it. It, it seems too big. The mortgage payment seems too big. Like how? am I going to pay this mortgage payment? And I got to pay it for thirty years. How am I going to do that? And then, and then it's really big. Of course, it's big. You're about to make money off this thing. But you, you know, but uh, what if I don't get it? What if I'm able to hyperventilate, pass out, himself. There's people doing it every day. Why can't you do it? Yeah, it's a big payment. Yeah, it's for 30 years. So what? If you never buy a property, you think you ain't never going to be paying rent for 30 years? You're going to be paying rent for 45, 50 years, man. Especially if you get a multi family, because you got other renters that's paying. And then, and then if you have to pay something, you can pay, but you ain't got to pay the whole thing. It's the name of the game. Real estate ain't going nobody. People, Food, clothing, shelter. That's the three necessities of life. Food, clothing, and shelter, period. Shelter is one of the necessities of life. You, got, you own land. The estate owns land. Build a shelter on the land It's called an improvement Necessity Life necessity Everybody Billions of people on this planet Stop renting If you can And you be like I can't Yeah you can You just you can't see it You're not putting as much energy Into the how can I As in the energy that you're into the I can't. Now you got to watch out for tops, tops of the market when real estate is high on the value spectrum, the value scale, which is I think what we're in right now. It may get a little more, you know, overvalued. If you got the bread, you got the wherewithal. If the, if the numbers make sense when you do your numbers, especially if you're doing multi families, it really don't matter what you grab it for. If the enough, you can make the numbers work. But, you know, single families, I try to stay away from them joints. And some people start off with single families, and they make their bread. But I just don't. I try to stay away from them joints, at least at first. But we're going to be entering a downturn pretty soon here in the real estate from what I'm seeing. And it's going to be time to be grabbing, you know, if you can, get, you know, get your, get your hands, get your estate hands on some real estate. it's it's important man these are things that you use to grow your private wealth during public turmoil real, real estate a property duplex triplex a fourplex those are very 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 flexible assets short term rentals long term rentals emergency spots for you to live caretakers you can do home equity line of credit there's a lot of things you can do when you get, you know
4: Creative When when you're dealing with great, uh, Creative real estate And creativity Now, I'm not giving trading advice I usually don't talk about this kind of stuff
3: I ain't giving no trading advice But what I will say is, you know Another way that to Grow your private wealth during public turmoil Is to during the turmoil, because you look at these you know, these companies, the stock markets and stuff, the president say one thing, it goes down president says another thing the value increases you know and being able to ascertain what a value asset company is you know what is the value asset company I would definitely say food, clothing shelter Anything that deals with food, clothing, and shelter is typically going to be a value asset company. You got to do your research. You know, you can't just be grabbing stuff and grabbing in you know, the hope and pray and stuff. There's traders out here. You know, I know a couple of traders. Actually, one of the traders is teaching me. One of the trustees is just a trader. Uh, trade, market trader and stuff. Teaching, you know, starting to teach me some market trading and stuff. Because, you know, I think that stuff is where it's going. But... You know, um, being able to understand value asset companies, you know, companies, especially dividend paying stocks, you know, you buy the stock and then, you know, every quarter you, you know, you get money. The estate gets money for for owning that stock. It's kind of like interest, but a little different. And those, you know, over time builds to, you know, builds that passive income, that income that's coming into the estate that no one has to technically work for. But, you know, I would just say, you know, hey, you know, um, I think, you know, what I'm doing right now is looking at, you know, especially precious metals, mining mining companies, and there's a lot of them. You got to be careful, you know, you got to know what you're doing. Different recycling companies, you know, I just, you know, kind of looking at where the trend is going. But if you can, you know, if you can spot value asset companies, you know, stock market, you know, there's, there's a lot of wealth to be made in the stock market during public turmoil. There's a lot these traders they make money on the market when it's the value of the market's increasing they make money on these markets when the value of the market is decreasing but you know it's 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 something you know no one no one really thinks about oh man I came you made millions of dollars when the market was crashing happens all the time happens all the time. All the time. Happens all the time. It's called shorts. You can short a stock. You can even short the market. You can short certain sectors of the market. And, you know, as soon as these sectors or these stocks start losing value, you get paid. And I think, you know, I think everybody should, you know, I I don't think these markets are going anywhere. I think, you know, the markets are part of the run rate, the investment. So, you know, I think people are going to invest forever. Um, It's a permanent industry investment is. So learning how to, you know, and I put everything in there. Of course, you better allocate and you better, you know, diversify and you better, you know, uh, you better know exactly what you're able as far as your state is able to allocate for basically what it is, is you know, stock market. If you do it wrong, it's gambling. If you do it correctly, it's, uh, safe gambling <laughs> I'm being honest I'm being honest but um, and then I'm going to say family business I'm going to say family business and I'm going to say that because you know when I studied the, the educational system in this country you know I studied it I went back to the early 1900s I went back you know I was I was appalled when I saw that you know um, John Rockefeller, Rockefellers endowed so many colleges and universities and hospitals. I was I was really shook when I learned that the Rockefellers endowed Spelman College, Morehouse College. Historically, black colleges or so-called black colleges were funded by the Rockefellers. And just not that, you know, the Board of Education Which later became I mean, the um, General Education Board Which later became the Board of Education You know, were heavily funded By, you know, wealthy families And individuals And over over time The educational system The like, educational system didn't start off too bad I'm going to tell you the truth, it didn't start off too bad And that was heavily, it was heavily private And the Catholic Church was probably the biggest private educator in the United States or in America, however you want to look at it. And you know the educational system wasn't wasn't that bad. You know it really wasn't that bad. You know hey, especially compared to today. But what was known as trade schools were very large, very big. And I, I would I would challenge you to find a trade school today in 2020. And what trade school is? It taught people trades. Taught people how to do a specific trade carpentry, metalworking, whatever it is, they can go out and, and do what they learned and add value with a quality good in their community to generate you know, um, income off of that value added product or that product that adds the value. But, you know, over time, trade schools fell out of, you know, fell out of the school systems, and I don't think that was on accident. I think it was on purpose. Actually, I know it was on purpose, and I know there were a lot of things that were done in the public on purpose to dumb down the public. The easy, you, you know, the less you know, the easier you are controlled, and the more directions you'll follow, and the easier, you're, easier you will give up your, your labor. Look, we got about sixty seconds left in the broadcast. You want to call in, you better do so. The call in number is five six three nine 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 three six two five. Five six three nine 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 three six two five is weird. It's a new call in number. The other one doesn't work. But yeah, it was it's easier to get you to relinquish your labor, especially at a very cheap rate. And they bring you in and they train you. Oh, we train you for free in this corporation. We train you to do some mundane thing that, you know, everybody, most, a lot of, a lot of people know how to do, but it really doesn't produce any good or service on its own. Well, trade schools wasn't that deal. Couldn't do that with a trade school. You learn to trade in trade school. The whole trade. Yeah, you have to learn how to do the accounting. Maybe you have to learn how to, you know, figure out how to make the bread figure out how to, you know, do
4: the, what you call it, the advertising. But as far as the actual trade, man, they taught you that stuff. And I would
3: say that, you know, growing your private wealth during public turmoil is to encourage in your private estate, in your private family encourage the acquiring Of a specific trade You know in the public go to school get a good job get you know get a diploma blah 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 That's public Nonsense in my opinion And it's going to work for some people and no disrespect for you If you went to school you got a job you got a good education You know, you know, you know, it might be a a difference In what era you came up in Um, You might be, you know, maybe part of the baby boomer generation where, you know, there was pe- such things as pensions, which don't exist today. <laughs> you know, there were such things as, uh, you know, the, the company would would pay for your retirement. Where that is, you know, hey, now, they transferred that responsibility to the individual worker by way of the stock market. It's called a 401k or an IRA. So, it's different these days. And I'm not knocking anyone who's done it and has been successful. What I'm saying is, it's getting smaller and smaller
4: as far as those who are successful but knowing a trade knowing how to put carpet into a home knowing how to uh plumb pipes for water and drains in a home learning learning how to to wire electricity electric box electrical outlets knowing how to frame a house These things are in short supply.
3: And the crews that do construction, the crews that do masonry, the do crews that do concrete, you know, the crews that that do this stuff, the utility work. When we drive through, you know, or traveling, excuse me, traveling down the road, when we see these work crews, most of them, you know, don't look like me. And now I see that a lot of this information. And all these trades were taken out of the educational, public educational system. So this information, these trades can be hoarded by certain or specific
4: so-called classes of people. In so much as having a family trade or a family business is no longer encouraged, what's encouraged to go out on your own and make your own money at someone else's business,
3: which I think is backwards as far as I'm concerned, but typically when you're standing in the private, looking at the public, it looks backwards because you're looking in the mirror, and those of you who are standing on the private or are able to stand with both feet, maybe one in the private, one in the public, or however you do it, you know what I'm talking about. But whatever they do, whatever they tell you to do in the public, it's the exact opposite in the private, nine times out of ten. And having that trade or that family trade and have a family business constructed around that family trade
4: is how you grow your private wealth during a public turmoil. If it's a family business, it's a family
3: establishment. A government shutdown isn't going to affect the family business in the same manner it's going to affect the public business. Employees want their money. Family members understand, okay, yeah, they shut us down. We're going to need to stick together. You know what I mean? Pull up our bootstraps. All of us get out here. We probably ain't going to get paid right away, but we need to make sure this family business stays afloat. That's a different mind state. It's a different Constitution. It's a different ideology. It's a different demonstration that exists in the private. And sure, yeah, we'll take some paycheck protection. We'll take some economic disaster. But if we didn't have the economic disaster, we would still figure this out. And the yeah, other situations where you know some family businesses are going to have to pivot. Some family businesses are going to have to go out of business. And reopen with a different good or service underlying that business, and that's just changing with the times. The only thing that changes, the only thing that stays the same is change We we know that, but these principles are lost. And the reason why you're, you know, the public wants you so bad because they want your energy. They want your energy until you're 65 or something. Then you can retire when you old and stuff. You don't get fired before then for some pre-existing condition or being written up or whatever. If you make it, whereas I, I, you know, I truly look at it as you know the first, first in line, first in, first in time, and first in line when it comes to my labor is my family, not the public, not a public company, not a public corporation. Uh, the nine to five stuff—that's eight hours a day. You sleep eight hours, work eight hours. If you drive for eight hours, you go to the store, you run some errands. That means my family's getting the, the low end of the stick. That's just the way I look at it. I'm 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 private oriented. I you know, I never really enjoyed working for a job or for for a company. Never. Uh, you know there were cer- certain jobs I was good at and excelled at, but I never enjoyed it. I never I never enjoyed it. It was never for me. I never enjoyed waking up at the same time every day. To go to work when I knew that I didn't have to wake up the same time every day and go to work to do the job that I was doing. What time I woke up was pretty much arbitrary, and the matter of fact that I got to wake up so early is very upsetting. Well, you know, I've kind of always been like this, and you know, now I see why. But I think this is the way to go, and not everybody, you know, not all families to get get along. Not all family businesses are for every family member. And there's going to be family members who go into the public or they go start their own thing. And that's cool. That's fine. But overall, you know, there there needs to be a place where a family member who didn't participate in the public and go to public school and doesn't, you know, and, and if they want some currency, they want to be able to support themselves. They should have a place where they can go and get a, quote, job and not have to go through rigorous all types of rigorous requirements and interviews and stuff like that, because they were born into a family that had a family business and looks at them and interviews them with regards to the content of their character, with regards to their their bloodline, and with regards to their capabilities, because you're dealing with people who you know typically have been known your whole life. That's as far as I'm going to go with regards to growing your private wealth during public turmoil. I think if you saw the name of the show in the email blast and you thought about it, you probably understood where this was going off top. It doesn't matter what's going on in the public. It really doesn't. Of course, you know, a pandemic shutdown does have effects. And depending on what your business or what your occupation was some of the effects are more severe than others but I'm saying overall because it's not just one thing you know a wealth strategy a family wealth strategy is just that it's a strategy it consists of multiple points multiple objectives multiple initiatives not just you know it's not singular so being able to hit all of these targets consistently over time is what grows your private wealth, regardless of what's going on in the public. It doesn't matter. Short of war or pandemic. And then, even in those situations, and even in situations of pandemic, there's private businesses, there's family businesses right now that are making more money than they've ever made. There's public businesses right now that's making more money than they've ever made, as well as there's other businesses that'll never come back. And that's where when you have family members who not are, are not only educated but are invested in the success and administration of the family estate and the family business the navigation through pandemics and wars will be attainable I'm not necessarily going to say easily attainable but You know, hey, there's family businesses and families and bloodlines and all types of things that last through multiple wars, world wars and all types of stuff. So it can happen. You just got to know that, you know, you can do it and your your bloodline is worthy, you're worthy. You know, so many things are spiritual. When you get into trust, when you get into this stuff, you're getting spiritual. A lot of people would be like, oh, I'm not trying to pay taxes. I'm sovereign. I want my i want my fiat back i want the hundred million dollar bond with the treasure I,
1: I, mean, blah, blah, blah.
3: I get it i get it i understand what you're saying one hundred percent I get it but what you don't understand is that while that is your desire and that's where you know the phrase be careful what you wish for but that desire will bring you into a spiritual conflict. <laughs> definitely will. Please believe me that that desire for success and for that money <laughs> it will definitely bring you into a spiritual conflict. Please believe me that that desire for that security and that safety will bring you into a spiritual conflict an emotional conflict you would be fighting with yourself and a lot of times we fight with ourselves we don't even know it we don't even realize it we don't even understand what's going on but what you desire especially the, the deep things that you desire the closer you get the more of a spiritual conflict you're going to be in same thing comes with building your private estate same thing with with not paying taxes and trying to be someone, something, and do things that others most don't do. If you want to live how others can't, you have to do what others do not. Powerful, something to think about. Growing your private wealth during public turmoil is not hard. Just people, you know, it's clickbait, man. People be out here like, oh, follow me and take my course and my forty-six thousand-page book. I'm not talking a mess about anybody. You gotta read books. You gotta take courses. You gotta invest in your private education. I'm just saying, you know, it's, when you when you use your critical thinking skills, it's not difficult to ascertain what's really going on and how to do these things. How to, you know, how to how to moonwalk so easily or, or apparently. And these fools can't even walk. You no, know, that's what I'm talking about. So, precious metals, you got to know what real money is, man. Life insurance, uh, you're playing yourself. You need to you need to just trust me. How about that? Stop stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Trust me. Whole life insurance. You you want to know who? I got a guy, he'll plug you. I got a sister, she'll plug you. You know? you email me admin at welcome to the say so you know who's your who's your peeps with the life insurance i'll send it over to you no charge no no i don't care man i'll just send it straight over to you just call them you know hit them up so you know say hey so sent me so l from high frequency radio network from the foundation so l from the foundation from high frequency radio network you probably just say so l They'll know what you're talking about very unique name secret of truth or is it a way of life precious metals life insurance quit playing just trust me life insurance whole life insurance you got to get the right one you can't just jump out here and get some term life insurance it's not it and you're done oops wrong cancel it don't change your stuff you know without talking to someone I don't give legal advice precious metals real money life insurance real estate quit playing value asset companies value asset you can't, you're not going to sit out here and tell me that there's not companies that don't add value to humanity you, know you got to learn you gotta, you, there's things you got to learn your family business your family trade your trade but the ultimate should be to turn what you're learning as a trade turn it into the family business and these are just the fundamentals you know what what like the five pillars, (laughs) say the five, the five pillars of how to grow your private wealth during a public turmoil. I'm being serious too, man. There's people, you know, there's people who are right now are not having problems with money. Not having problems, you know, as, as the, 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 the price of food inflates costs more money to get the same thing. Try go get, go get an onion. And then if you can't find the receipt from a year and a half ago, how much did you pay for the same onion? Does it, food, it, man, look, it's inflating. But deflation, is happening at the same time. I want you to jump online right now and look at the prices of, uh, I don't know, the Bellagio in Las Vegas to stay in the hotel. Go see how much that is. It's super-duper cheap, fam. Crazy cheap. It's called deflation. Certain prices are deflating. Other prices are inflating, deflating prices in hotels, in um, very, very high, high traffic destination locations versus inflating prices in staple, staple human necessities, food, clothing, shelter, food. Um, Homelessness is crazy. Tent cities everywhere. People are living in tents, man, in parks man food, clothing, shelter and yeah, I mean I don't know, I guess it depends on what brands you get what type of quality clothes you get maybe cheap but you know, quality stuff is getting more and more expensive and even the brands of clothing tools, a lot of consumer goods too as well that used to be quality are no longer quality, fam I grew up with certain things were quality. They're not quality anymore, man. It's crazy. It's just a hollow name, a hollow brand. Don't let your family business become a hollow brand. Like hollow man. Y'all going to get to the phone lines. Uh, We'd love to hear from y'all. Go ahead and press one on your keypad. I'm going to jump into the phone lines in a minute, but I appreciate y'all you know, checking out the show. Uh, I... Encourage you to email me admin at welcome to the foundation.com. I encourage you to set up your private estate, business, trust, asset, trust, family, trust, getting into trustee training. I encourage you to check out the website. Welcome to the foundation.com. I encourage you to learn and do different things, learn different things and do different things so that you can achieve and receive different results. Um, it is kind of late. Oh wow. Okay, so let me take a caller two. Someone said like, I noticed you don't be taking callers really anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I just um I'm gonna be honest. Every stuff I will be trying to get rid of. I mean not get rid of. Well yeah, there be stuff I try to get rid of off of my to do list. That's how I was thinking about it. I'm just you know. Lately, I've been doing a lot of things, and you know, this the you know the pandemic and what's been going on has has really caused people and their businesses to demand a lot of my time lately. And I got a lot of stuff going on and um, transitioning things, and you know, in the public as well, you know, as well as in the private. So I'm gonna take a call, maybe two uh, I'm going to take this familiar this first I think this is Daryl from Brownsville 718-8092 peace what's name when are you calling from 718 8092 your mic is open oh man See, this is why I'm be taking calls as well. This stuff be seven one eight. Hit your mute button. See the thing
4: spinning, man.
3: Let me go down here. Let me go down here to two one four. Let me go to the bottom. This is working. I know it's two one four two three seven five. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from?
2: Peace, son. how are you
3: doing, this Oh, peace, fam. How are you doing?
2: Uh, so far, pretty good. Another great show.
3: Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate it, man. Definitely appreciate it. What'd you get from it? What'd you take from it? What's the What's the probably the, the most compelling thing that you that you that you heard during the show. I'm going to put you on the spot, blow
2: <clears throat> All right. Um, not counting the current events, honestly, it's that life insurance. And I really want to get with you on the private side and see what your plug is talking about. I'm going to and try to find a couple of my buddies, and one of them just straight up doesn't even offer it through his company. You know, the type of policy you would, uh, you would mention with Paul life.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: And then I remember you had mentioned it earlier, and then I don't know if the other guy I talked to, he was really trying to push something else. So I went in and talked to him for about two hours in the office. And, you know, like English, do I speak it? Uh, I told you what I want before I even came in. He said, Yeah, you got it. Here we are talking about, you know, variable rates and all kinds of stuff. And it's like, look, I just really want to, you know, give you a money order and find this paperwork on the graph. Distrust.
0: Yeah. Getting, so what is happening?
2: Now, I basically just had to tell him thanks for the whole time and say bye and then he wanted to take me out for lunch. You know, like, oh, man, you know, I feel like you left him in some kind of way. And he's like, well, you don't know, have to feel that way. I just cleared it up. I definitely did. But told him what I wanted came in and he trying to sell me on everything else and, you know, I'm aware that you might be taking a little haircut on commission, but at the end of
3: the day, business, business. You never go broke making a profit, you know. That's what the old folks tell me at least. Yeah, it's more than a little haircut, but yeah, I mean, I got a guy, man. You want me? You should hit me up, man. I'll give you his number, man. He ain't gonna play with you.
2: All okay, right, we'll definitely do it. Um, any licenses everywhere? Say and what? My, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome yeah. I mean, question. yeah, yeah. He'll,
3: he'll take care. of you. Yep. <laughs> Those people in uh, Canada, he took care of them. I was like, dang, okay, but he—I guess he knows people everywhere. You know, they be going to them conferences and stuff. Gotcha. Industry industry conferences and whatnot. All
2: right, well, yeah, that was that was the main thing because, like you said, like you know, you're in essence paying for, for something that you know you're not even gonna cash out on. Because the end of the day, you know stay healthy, eat fruits and vegetables, live a long life and, you know, have a high quality of it but eventually it's going to end and if your family estate can benefit from that, you know, financially why would you not? Like something's going to happen anyway you should definitely make it rain on the family's forehead
3: Yeah, yeah yeah, exactly, and from what I understand there's, there's, there's tax deductions and stuff, you know, I don't know I'm not a tax attorney or accountant or anything I mean, there's other benefits yeah, as well, think, but yeah, absolutely.
2: I've re- I read something
3: similar.
2: Mm-hmm. And then if you were to borrow against it, and then back that line. You know, I shouldn't say that. If, if the trust were to be borrowing against it and then paying back that line, that actually helps two numbers around, at least from what mm. I've gathered. But I also am not a tax attorney.
3: Yeah, not not a – no – not a lawyer.
2: Yep.
3: Really well, yeah, nice. man.
2: I just wanted to tag in and tell you, you know, good job doing. It. Appreciate you kicking out the good stuff for the fans.
3: Yeah, man, man. No problem, man. Appreciate Hi. you chiming in.
2: We did, uh, appreciate you doing it. we'll all uh, holler at you tomorrow about, uh, yeah, Transgod, and we'll see you. Uh, what
3: we can get popping for the future alright yeah man let me know talk to you soon man appreciate you peace call dropped caller has dropped alright y'all I'm out of here what, let you start trying again 718-8092 I'm talking to you Oh. It's all good. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I trust y'all have a great week. I trust you had a great week. I think, um, you know, if not now, whenever, when, you know what I'm saying? Whenever. It's time to do something different. Just, there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline as, as far as, you know, the United States goes. And, you know, the more of a dependency that you and your family has on the United States and, you know, things effectively connected With the trader business within the United States, you know, you got to understand hospitals, those are are businesses, you know, you know, the more, the more dependent you are, the less control, I guess you're going to have. So the, the more you can reduce that dependency, the, I guess, I would say the more accountable, more responsible and the, the more free you, you. freedom, the more more of a free situation you create for your family and yourself is to reduce those dependencies and you know you can grow your private wealth during any type of situation that's going on in the United States and a lot of times you go there bad you can make money in the United States, you just gotta know what you're doing but ultimately you gotta understand that you don't you know the end all and be all is not the United States and you know we gotta understand that we need to be independent our families must be independent and self- Sufficient, in regardless of the United States. And with that in mind, you know that's why I did this show, grow your private wealth during public turmoil, because it's important, it's important to introduce the idea that can happen that we can even do it. You know, as well as to explain how it's being done. And these things, you know, these things are long-term things. There's no such thing as a quick fix. You know. No such thing, you can go scratch and win the lottery, but you don't know money, you don't know commerce, you're going to be broke, you're going to be in a lot more debt than you are today, within three to four years. You may think that that lottery winning is a quick fix, but it's not. It's a quick way to show you how there's so many things that are broken in in the way that you think and the way that you do things. We need to change the way we think and the way we do things. And I trust that this show assists and, and helps to enable you and those that you care about to change the way you think, change the things you do, so that you can ultimately, majorly And specifically, benefit yourself and your family first before you benefit any body in the public. And, uh, you know, I appreciate y'all checking out the show and just, you know, like I said, using this time to invest in your private education. I invite you to check out www.welcometothefoundation.com. Sign up for the email list, check out the Social media pages, make a donation, book a consultation. Foundation Trust Series, Passport No Social, Foundation Trust Primer. And if you're interested in trustee training, email me, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I trust that y'all have a great week, that you enjoy yourself, that you begin to forgive and take care of yourself better, as well as make sure that you you say 10 things that you are thankful for before you go to sleep tonight and every night and I will catch you here next week same time same cold crazy dope network high frequency radio network and my name is So L of the foundation and I want to say thank you I want to say I love you I believe in you and I want to say peace enjoy yourself and definitely take care of yourself peace to the guys